Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 23rd of April 2020. How do you trust the darkness if you've only been told to seek the light? If everything you've learnt about the darkness has a negative connotation to it, that it's a scary place or better left suppressed than acknowledged or understood. Think for a second the last time or even the first time you felt embarrassed about something. Maybe you were rejected by someone humiliated or maybe flaws or shortcomings were exposed how did you process that were you able to make sense of the thoughts and emotions running through you to understand what the feelings meant where they came from why they came up how to feel them um, and eventually let them go as a little kid I didn't I was shy and I thought a lot like a lot a lot (laughs) Um, but I couldn't link link those thoughts up with the right words to articulate what I wanted to say. So I'd either say nothing or I'd cry, so it was not a fun time. And before you think, tears are nothing to be ashamed about. Um, You're not wrong, uh, but these tears, you know, in these different situations, uh, these were a defense mechanism to get out of things, a trick I'd learned that ended up backfiring because I couldn't share my thoughts on mo- on most topics, leaving me to feel misunderstood up until about four years ago. So that's about 23 years of that. <laughs> um, and those tears didn't show how much I cared about something or how passionate I felt. Uh, they were more like the tears of a two-year-old when they're having a tantrum. And it's called the terrible twos because the toddlers, the tamariki, are at a stage where they're starting to explore and process more about themselves and their world um, and starting to make sense of things, but they don't yet have the words to describe it or to, to, to describe what they're feeling or, you know, how they feel about something. And so they have a tantrum. That's why it's called the terrible twos. And that was pretty much me, but as an adult. So definitely not a fun time. (laughs) And not the same tears as when I tear up sometimes uh, when I speak. Um, But these ones now, they don't prohibit me from sharing. Um, But anyway, how did we get here? (laughs) Back to the story. Um, The inability to express myself was the main driver to starting this blog. And so it's not all bad. I created this platform as a way to express myself, as an outlet where I could get the thoughts and feels out of my head, align it to Pūrāko and Whakapapa, and share how practical and relevant our knowledge systems are in everyday situations. And so to refer back to our title, How Do You Trust the Darkness If You've Only Been Told to Seek the Light? Our Whakapapa dictates that darkness always precedes light. Mai te kore ki te pō ki te from the potential, the idea, the formless, to the darkness, the confusion and unknown, to enlightenment and physical manifestation. There is no success without struggle, life without death, creation without destruction, growth without discomfort. In understanding the darkness, we understand ourselves. And I didn't always know there was a disconnection between my thoughts and my words or my feelings and my words. I just thought that crying was my thing, like I had accepted it. (laughs) And I assumed that would be my life forever and I would forever be misunderstood. But in understanding what I had suppressed for so long, tracing the crying back to when it began um, as a little sprout and facing up to why I did that, 
Um, so realizing that I use the crying as a tool to get out of things. <laughs> um, and then over time, put work into replacing the crying with more effective modes of expressing myself, like the writing, like the blogs, I began to understand myself on a deeper level. And we can easily swap out the crying for investigating thoughts of whether or not I'm enough, if I'm worthy of love and compassion and everything else. Um, the thoughts of comparing myself to others or to expectations of what, where or sh who I should be. Um, and diving to the depths of my mind and my heart to figure out where these beliefs come from, what they feed on and why I hold on to them. I expose them to the light to be healed and released. So I trust the darkness because it's part of me. It's part of my whakapapa and who I am. I trust the darkness because it reveals aspects of me I'd been confused about or had never known or acknowledged before. Um, but they had always been there, waiting for me, um, waiting to be remembered, to be uncovered. I trust the darkness because it forces me to reflect, review, reevaluate, reassess, redesign, reimagine, and probably a hundred other re words. <laughs> and how well I navigate the darkness determines how I experience the end result, which is the light, enlightenment, the healing. Uh, achieving the goal and their success. And there's a quote unquote on the success because that's open to interpretation, whatever that means to you. So how do I trust the darkness, the unknown, the unfamiliar, uncomfortable, confusing, etc.? Well, what other option is there? Tēnā tato hana. And that is the end of our blog post for this week. And I really like this one, really enjoyed it. It's quite, um, yeah, definitely on the same train of thought or same kind of flow of Fakaro that I've been having lately about, yeah, I guess a frustration and annoyance <laughs> at how a lot of how we interpret the darkness as this bad thing, as this negative thing, like. Um, as this thing to be avoided and that's why that first line is how do you trust the darkness if you've only been told to seek the light if everything you've learned about it has a negative connotation to it that it's a scary place better left suppressed um, than acknowledged or understood right and like so everything dark has a negative connotation to it like even death and I even ended up painting or you know painting this um, canvas last week and it's got bright colors it's of this wahine and I call her like um, or I interpret her as hinenui te po, as mahuika as all these figures that are parts of our stories that are interpreted as or I guess um, they are portrayed in those pūrāko as um, as figures of darkness um, but really like they're part of creation and they teach us so much about light and about love and compassion and all of those um, emotions or thought processes associated with positive things. And so, yeah, can definitely say that this has been my buzz lately <laughs> and quite timely as well with fetal, with the new moon um, part of the cycle that we're in now with the moon. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this and it's been a topic that I've really been interested in and just been part, it's come up a lot in different conversations as well about just becoming more comfortable in discomfort, in that uncertainty 
And having trust in the darkness, um, there's a few different lines at the end there, like I trust the darkness because it's part of me, it's part of my whakapapa. Like I go through those phases of darkness every time, like literally when we go from te pō to day, like from night time to day, that's one example of it. Um, like it's a natural part of things coming into being. Um, because, you know, once upon a time we didn't know how to do something, then we learnt or we tried, we experimented and then we figured it out or we figured out a better way or that it was um, not worth our time. Like <laughs> At some stage we didn't know how to do what we can do quite easily now or we we resisted something or we were in those phases of tipo and they're happening instantaneously all the time on a micro level and a macro level. And there's so much emphasis put on te ao marama. And I know I've done this too. <laughs> but there are different phases for different phases. <laughs> um, but there's so much emphasis on the light, which is cool. And not to take away from that at all. Um, but I guess where I'm at at the moment with different whakaro and different conversations, different wānanga that I've had, is to do justice to the darkness as well and to highlight it and to try and provoke thought around how we perceive darkness, that it's not this negative thing. And if we understood it and we trusted it, and it should, you know, we can grow that, we can um, develop that trust over time. But if we're more willing to explore that darkness, we'll reveal parts of ourselves to ourselves and to the world um, that will be so transformative and powerful. And yeah, that's all done in the dark. Oh, it, it excites me, really, is what I hope comes across. <laughs> um, the darkness excites me. That's where the growth happens. That's, you know, in seeds, in ourselves, and our thought, like oh, understanding the darkness and trusting it. Um, yeah, like I just said, will be so transformative for us as individuals and then also as a collective, um, rather than suppressing it and avoiding it. Like so many of our um, traumas that we face like collectively, intergenerationally, and as individuals are just perpetuated from that kind of suppression um, and not seeking to understand that darkness and what role it plays uh, for us in our journey. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed this post. I've enjoyed the last few actually. I um, mean, I feel like I'm writing from a better place. I don't know if that makes sense or if that's come across at all, um, but keen to hear your whakaro, so please share it with me on Instagram, Facebook, um, even an email, whatever. I'm always keen to hear other perspectives on this, how you interpreted it. Um, and yeah, wānanga is on. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. Chirp.